failure. It's going to happen. Whether it happens to you or to someone that you trust, the question isn't whether failure is going to happen. The question is when it happens, how are you going to interpret it? Welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I'm Michael Stewart Robb, better known as Mike, and we're talking about The Divine Conspiracy by Dallas Willard in the so-called conspiracy commentaries. Today, we're in chapter two, and it's getting a little heavy. Um, got a, an ambulance outside my door. Looks like they're stuck. Well... Okay, now it's gone. Uh, the section today is God really doesn't change our behavior? Question mark. Not a very big section, but something here just really stood out to me. Um, it really affected me. And Dallas writes about somebody else, um, Mike Iaconelli, who says that now at 50, he has seen so many of his mentors who stumbled and fell, never again to recover their faith. That's, that's tough. That's a situation that's grievous. Uh, there isn't any way to sugarcoat that. And I know that it's happened to me, maybe not as in the same way that it may have happened to Mike Iaconelli, but... I can understand how that would be hard to make sense of. And I know there are uh, some who, yeah, in the past 10 years, they've seen somebody that they looked up to and thought, this person is showing the way forward. And they've just realized, well, maybe they had some good to give, but they just weren't meant to be leaders. They, they just were too messed up. Like I said, it all kind of comes down to how we interpret this. And the way that Mike Iaconelli interprets this, and this is who Dallas the, is mainly dealing with here, um, is uh, instructive. And um, Dallas doesn't agree with Mike. Actually, he, he knew Mike personally, and Mike interviewed Dallas for his magazine. Now, um, Mike's interpretation of seeing his mentors, I don't know, fail, lose their faith, looking at himself and thinking, wow, this isn't, this isn't what I expected. This isn't what I signed up for. People who brought me in um, promised me something different. <clears throat> and his interpretation is that the gospel or contact with God, let's say, only makes a difference on the inside. And you know what isn't on the inside? It's what you do, your actions. And another thing that's not on the inside is who you are. See, most people actually do get a sense of who you are. We're a bit more transparent than perhaps we 
would like to think that we are. And most people can kind of figure out who you are just by looking at how you appear to them. Now, there are some people who are excellent actors and they can really put on a show. And, and a lot of us have that to some degree that we are trying to um, hide what we actually are. And yet, um, we as observers aren't all that stupid and we actually do can look at what people do and by looking at what they do and spending time with them, we can kind of figure out what or who people are. And those things are not on the inside. And what Mike Iaconelli is saying is, well, I don't think the gospel really changes much about that. It's just on this part of you that nobody really ever sees. Okay? It's one interpretation. The other one, um, Dallas has kind of buried. Uh, it's the last sentence. He says, at least many of our best known leaders seem to think so. Footnote. The footnote is Philip Yancey, who um, he's getting on in years, but he used to be um, one of the best selling Christian authors, at least in North America. He used to be the editor of a really big magazine, Christian magazine in North America. And he wrote some very hot selling books and he's writing an, an article here on Tolstoy and Dostoevsky. And what he learns from Tolstoy and Dostoevsky, particularly by looking at their lives, not just reading their books, which I read, you should read their books too. But what he learns, or he says he learns, is that the gospel calls us to live in a kind of permanent paradox between what we should be and God's acceptance of what we are. So that's a permanent paradox between what we should be, kind of Sermon on the Mount types things, and he mentions that quite a bit because Tolstoy mentions that quite a bit, and God's acceptance of what we are, which is people who don't live according to the Sermon on the Mount. Another definition of what we are is no different from everybody else. So God accepts us there, and yet we kind of look at things like the Sermon on the Mount, these sort of big ideals of Jesus's, and we just sort of accept, okay, that's what we ought to be, and yeah, we're not there. And so we're just in this constant tension between, well, but God loves us and he accepts us where we are right here. And you see, for both of these, failure is normal. They have interpreted what is happening in themselves and in people that they observe around them and they see the failures there and they are coming up with an interpretation which allows for failure to be normal and in a sense God's best for us. And they've done it in a way that says that being a Christian or receiving the gospel um, is not something that anybody would know unless you told them. It's something that's just completely hidden. Like, for example, unless I told somebody, well, you know, I'm really trying to live up to the Sermon on the Mount. The idea is they wouldn't know it because it really can't get down to that level where people actually see a difference between me and somebody else who doesn't have 
the Sermon on the Mount as something they're trying to do. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Um, there is a newsletter over at sanctus.institute that you can sign up for. And one more thing, for those of you who actually watch all the way to the end of the video, dun, dun, dun.